0: Hallelujah. How to execute vision. On Friday night, I drew our attention to the fact that life is all about execution. If you cannot execute, You make people frustrated. It is important to begin. But beginning alone is not enough. Whatever began must have a completion. All around our nation, are uncompleted building, many of these buildings that are not completed, has made some people bankrupt because some of those funds were borrowed funds if you took the money from the bank to put up a factory and then at the end you could not finish that factory what it means is that you cannot start operating that factory And once you can't operate it, it also means that you will not redeem your investment. So, ladies and gentlemen, execution is so important in life. There is a certain power that enables a person to execute. And that power is required by every one of us you need that power if a building project if a church project lasts for 25 years what it means is that there are people who began with you who will never benefit who will never enjoy in that property and do you think you don't want to be frustrated for 25 years raising funds 30 years raising funds For one particular project, never been executed, never completed, never done. No, the people with you, in fact, by that time, many people had left. Some have passed on to glory who never saw it. But unfortunately, most times, when God brings executioners into your life, you throw them away. You destroy them. Because you don't understand... How dare you come? How dare you be the one to finish it? How dare you be the one to take the glory? But you see, that happens when fathers don't see children as a continuation of themselves. When a father sees a child as a continuation of my life, then it doesn't matter if God will use me to begin a thing and God will use my son or my children to execute it. And all this is in scripture. What is it to a, a young lady who has been working with a young man? And they say they are dating. Our time, there never used to be anything like dating. Our time used to be what? Courting. Okay? We are courting today they say we are going on a date and you have dated you dated in january you dated in february you dated in march and you are dating in december first you dated in 2013 dated in 2014 dated in 2015 2016 2017 2018 2019 you are still dating And you are planning to continue dating in 2020. The reason is because you are not able to bring to finality that which you started. And maybe nobody told you, young man, you are a frustration to that sister. I'm telling you, you are. Look, let me tell you. She will smile at you, she will give you her food, she will send you gifts. You may think she's happy just that she's not one of the bold ones who can propose themselves. Because we have few ladies who have the capacity to propose. Now, this power of execution is not only men who lack it. Women also lack it. Because some ladies, they take forever to say yes. But you see, when When Sarah asked Abraham, shall I have pleasure at this time of my age? She said, yes. Yes, you can have pleasure even at that age. So, sister, learn to say yes because what you need is what is available to you. Do not give hope to anything you cannot execute. See, let me tell you, one of the biggest frustrations in villages, one of the biggest frustrations in deserts, is when there is a wind and the clouds gather, and everyone believes that the rain is about to come down. Then all of a sudden, they they blow a whirlwind, and then the sky is clear. When the villages, when the mothers and the daughters have lined up buckets and barrels, waiting to collect water. But there is no rain to collect. We call that in the Bible, clouds without rain. Anybody that gives false hope, but does not have the power to execute, you are a cloud without rain. When comfort seems to come, discomfort swells. When you look as if this year is my year, but it passes by and every year has been your year. Let me tell you, if there is one thing you should ask from God today, this December, if there is one thing you should ask for God, say, God, whatever you begin with me, Lord end it with me. Whatever project I started. Oh Lord, grant me capacity to complete it and to enjoy it. Because lack of execution has frustrated many people in life. And that's what we saw in first Samuel 17:31 to 58. And when the words were heard, which David spoke, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. That is Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. This was a time when Goliath the Philistine had risen against Israel. And their heart melted. They were dying. Because this great giant had emerged. And guess what? There was no one in the camp of Israel that could silence this guy. There are things that have risen in your family. And what God needs is a man, one man, one woman, who can rise up and say, you know what, enough of this nonsense. This nonsense must stop. That is what the Lord needs from you. There are untimely deaths in the family. People are just dying. People are just dying. One person needs to rise up. And say, you know something, this thing must stop. Every woman that rise up, they will tell you, you know what well, you want to marry, marry. And for children, you never see. Somebody must get angry and say, This nonsense must stop. Yeah. Yes, giving birth, you can all give birth. But for a man to honor you and put a ring on your hands, that one, no. And as you attempt, the forces will say no. But somebody in that family, one person, an executioner, must arise. Say, this thing must stop. Not with me. And from me to all those who come, After me. They are all liberated. They are all saved. See, until somebody rises up. Until a man. And when I say a man, please, it includes a woman. Until a person arises and says, you know something, this thing is going to stop. We are going to move forward. The devil continues to reign in our lives. And your family will suffer. Some families... Oh, there are families in Ghana here. You see, there are, there are millions of cars in Ghana. Do you know that? But do you know there are some families there's no single person who drives in that family. No, no, no one. There are families, look, we have so, several universities, it? but there are families, there's, there is no single graduate in that family. Some of you, you are the first graduate in your family. There are some families nobody has ever entered into the plane. Tells you that somebody has to rise. Somebody has to be prayerful. Somebody has to learn. Somebody has to know. Because my people perish because they don't know. When you don't know, you perish. When you know, you can overcome. So, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Thy servant. He said, you know something? I am putting myself... Nobody elected him. He said, I'm electing myself. However, it's not just bragging. This is a man who has been through something and we're going to discover it. Go on. And David, and Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine, to fight with him, for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth. You see, do not judge people just by their looks. Okay? Don't just judge him by his looks and say, oh, you are just a youth, you are just a young person. You don't know where people have been. Please, when you come to church like this, you don't know where somebody has been, you don't know people's experiences. So don't judge people. Saul was making a mistake, and David said to Saul, "Thy servant." Now, this is his credentials. The question is, what is your credentials? What have you overcome? What? Ask your neighbor. What have you overcome? What have you overcome? You've not overcome anything. But David says, I keep my father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. Huh? And I went out after him, and I smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Listen. Don't let your afflictions go for nothing. But see your afflictions as part of your training. Enjoy the things you have been through today. Enjoy the things you are going through today so that when you have overcome those things, when bigger ones come, you can remember those credentials and say, because God took me through this, I know I shall overcome this one. Come to the place of life saying that I don't care what comes my way, whether it's a lion, whether it's a bear, as long as you come before me, I will kill you. I will execute you. Anything that I start, I will complete it. I will kill this project. I will kill this project. I will bring this project to its finality. The proper conclusion. Let it not be said of you. You began a thing, but you couldn't complete it. Let it not be said that, you know something, you began this vision, and when God called you into eternity, that thing died. Because there is no people to execute that which you started. Let it not be that this affliction came and knocked you down, and you couldn't ever rise up again. That's what David says, that you know something, the righteous man, May fall seven times. But he will rise. All my enemies, don't gloat over me. Even though I fall, I will rise again. You must learn to rise. You must learn to rise. Because if you don't rise, something else will execute you. Something else will kill you. Something else will destroy you. But let nothing kill you. Let nothing execute you. But you must execute anything that comes your way, even in this life. Have the power of execution, even in Jesus' name. Have the power, the grace to execute. It's important. Listen carefully here. A lady came to to see me and said she's going to have a wedding. Then I said, oh, I want to recommend photographers for you. And i did recommendation one year after the wedding the lady called me and said pastor do you can you believe this that up till now i have not seen pictures for my wedding i have not seen the video for my weddings, except the one that people use their phones to take do you know what was lacking over there power to execute most photographers Don't have the power to execute. Next verse. Thy servants slew both the lion and the bear. I executed them. I I have done something in life. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And and Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. You see, one of the things you should always acknowledge, even as an executioner, is that it takes a stronger hand to make you an executioner. I hear him well. You see, it takes somebody who can kill you to make you a killer. It takes someone who can kill you to make you a killer. It takes somebody... Who began a thing and completed it to make you somebody who can complete a thing? That's right. yeah. Now, people who work not in their own strength but covered with the strength of others, they excel more. That's why Newton says something years ago: "Do not think of us as anything greater. All our achievement and excellence is because we are standing on the shoulders of others. When you stand on the shoulder of others, if you stand on the shoulder of God, you see Pharaoh. You see." When I carry VJ on my shoulder here, this guy will see things that I will not see. But VJ should not think that. He's seeing what he's seeing because of himself. He should acknowledge. I'm standing on Papa's shoulder. That's why we can see what we are seeing here. At every given time in life, acknowledge that you are where you are because of God himself, number one. Because Of the people that God put into your life. No man is an island. Everyone needs somebody once upon a time. Christ Oasis Ministries Airport City. God has blessed us in one year. But this blessing is not because we have any inherent force or power. It's also because the shoulder on which we are standing. And at all times, let us acknowledge that we have a shoulder. Hallelujah. And our shoulder is our founder. Dr. Isaac Painter as long as we stand on that shoulder we can see far and we shall go far in life and we shall execute whatever we want to execute Amen young lady you don't even know how to marry you don't even know how to marry go to people who have married and who have succeeded sit with them talk with them ask them questions how did you get here young pastor you are just beginning ministry don't ever think that you have any anointing. You see, you see when you have a young anointing, eh, it's so noisy and so vibrant, and, and, and you see, it's, it's such a sophisticated unction at that moment. But you see, there is one unction that begins with you, but there is a greater unction that goes ahead and ends with you. Most often, most anointed young men, they don't have the finishing power. And that's because there's no shoulder for them to stand on. Oh yes, I have come across young men that begin ministry one year, two years, three years and they are excelling and they think that they don't need anybody. What a mistake. What a mess. You ask of them, they are nowhere going to be found because they themselves have been executed. Yes. A mark. A mark executed them. But marks don't execute us. Marks mark us as becoming generous. I hear me somebody, marks only mark us as this man is becoming a general. I have not seen any general in any armed forces that does not have a mark on his, on his dress or his clothing. There's a mark on you. Those marks are not just there. They are not decorative. Those marks are a symbol and a sign that this man has been through a certain jungle. This man is a general in the making. He's not yet a general. He's not yet a general. Please, he's not yet what? But he's a general in the making. He began by killing the lions and the, and, the, and, the, and the bears. But that was preparing him for the ultimate. I pray whatever you are going through today should not kill you, should not destroy you, but rather should prepare you for greater heights. May you see greater heights in life. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put an helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. And David gathered his sword upon his armor, and he assayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with this, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. May God grant you wisdom. I pray that when you start building your house... It will not be said of you that he began building this house 10 years ago and has not completed it. Build something that you can finish. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Build a house. If you have to start with a boy's quarters, start building a boy's quarters. Within six months, you are done with the boy's quarters. Move and go and stay in your boy's quarters. And while staying in your boy's quarters, you have executed one project. Oh, he that builds boy boy's can build a mansion. But you have never built a boy's quarters. You have not built a boy's cottage and you want to build a mansion. You cannot build a mansion. You have not built a hanku. What can you build? So start small. Start life from where you are, not where you want to be. People begin life where they will be ending. Don't begin life wanting to buy a car. Start on a bicycle. Start with a motorcycle. Even if it's a car, buy just some used car. And start with. Don't go for any loan and buy a car that will bring trouble to your family. Start life where you are, not where you want to be. And as you begin life, don't compare yourself to anybody. Because you don't know where they have been. Because people don't often tell their stories. All we see is the glory. But uh, if you listen to the story, you realize that, wow, I know why you are driving Mercedes. You know something, I'll stay with my Corolla until I get to that level. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, I'll stay. I'll stay with my Corolla, just like that. In fact, I'll stay with my Trotrol, my Trusty. I'll stay in my Trusty until I get there. But when you get there, you get there in style you get there in star. He says, look, I cannot, with, I cannot go with the amos that you are wearing me with. Because this warfare is not kana. This one is a spiritual warfare. So I must be well adequate. Listen very carefully here. Everyone here, even the children, you have been through something. Whatever you have been through is a training from God. Please acknowledge it. Accept it. It's part of your training. You have failed in certain areas. That one too is part of your training. When it comes to sin, you have your portion, your share of sin. You have committed that one also. Hear me well. Don't beat up yourself. Don't destroy yourself. That one too is part of your training. I heard hearing somebody. Oh yes. If you meet a pastor who says, from my youth, I have been holy. From my youth, I have been righteous. Bible says, when a man looks at a woman, even lustfully, he has committed adultery in his heart. Say, me, me, this is my eyes. I have made a covenant with God that I will not see anything. So I have not seen, any, there is no woman I have seen that I have, I have even said, ah, you are beautiful. Oh. So for me, I am holy. I am righteous. Well... Thank God for such a man. But if you are looking for a pastor to sit under, don't go to that man. The reason is because you may not be that lucky. Where you'll be that upright. Where you'll be that holy. And if you are with him and you ever fall. That man doesn't know how to receive mercy. And therefore, he will not know how to give what? Mercy. Mercy. Because you can't give that which you don't have it is a person who has once received mercy that knows the extent to which god has redeemed him he knows how he can forgive you hallelujah the person that has fallen before when he sees a falling person he says ah bible says jesus christ is able to save us what to the uttermost because he has been touched with the feelings of what our infirmities our sins our iniquities Was upon him. He carried them as if he himself had sinned. That is the reason why Jesus can save us. Listen, listen, listen. There was no way Christ could have saved us if he did not carry our sins. The punishment that was upon him was the punishment we should have borne. So today he sits on his room and he sees you falling and then you say you cannot make it again, then Jesus will be speaking to you. Ah, girl, you can make it. Boy, you can make it. Yes, you know what? I'm so disappointed in your sins, but you as a person, I love you. Rise up. You can make it. Don't, 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 don't lie down there. Don't let, don't let this sin destroy you. Don't end it in 2019. You have 2020 before you. You have 2021 before you. You have 2022 before you. You have 2030 before you. If I can see in 2050, it's ahead of you. And therefore, you can't let today's sins just put you down and tell you that there's nothing more you can do. Don't throw up your hands. uh, Don't give up. Rise up and walk. And when you are giving up, Rahab sits up in the heaviness and is looking at you and saying that, young lady, you cannot just give up because of your sins and iniquities. Do you remember? me rehab on that day when the two guys came over there i knew these guys were coming for business but i was wrong out of that i got saved if as a harlot as i was if as a prostitute as i was young lady you also you can rise up and run your race and finish your race and don't let no one judge you because you fell in time past. Rather embrace the finished work of Jesus Christ. If a young man is trying to give up, something looks at you and tells you something. Something tells somebody, I don't even know why you are giving up. Because if you remember me, something my birth was different from your birth. I don't know how many of you whose birth was prophesied, but as for me, something my birth was prophesied the angels appeared to my mother and my father and told them that a son shall be born and no razor shall touch him no one shall touch him and this young man shall be anointed by god empowered by god my birth was prophesied sister brother this morning you are saying that your strength are gone but your strength is not of yourself The strength is in God. The strength is in Jehovah himself. This morning, we came before the Lord in the Holy Communion. This morning, we identify with the death of Jesus Christ. And we are waiting for his return. Therefore, this morning, God is telling you, you can rise again. You can rise again. You can rise again. You can rise again. He can forgive you. He can forgive you. I don't know your sins. Maybe your sins is not of this world. Maybe your sins has never been committed before in your family. Maybe your sins, no one has done so in this church. Well, you know something, to everything there is a first. Just take it that you are the first in this one. I him, you are you hearing me, Well, There is a first in this one. And you will also be the first to be forgiven in that kind of sin. I him, you are you hearing me, If you are the first to commit it, you shall be the first to be forgiven in that area. May God have mercy on you may God be gracious towards you may you rise out of your state now and know that Satan cannot destroy you because you are here to destroy Satan you are here to execute the enemy not the enemy to execute you you are an overcomer you are an overcomer you are an overcomer you are an overcomer God of mercy he loves you anyway rise and worship God rise and worship God I saw salvation.